With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing. Welcome in, everybody. Another episode of Gone Racing here at the South Point Casino, the lovely VEASAN Studios. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. Never heard of him. Uh, yeah. Never heard of him. He used to race. Once in a while. He's old, retired. Crash now, test right? dummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking a little bit about the All-Star race from last week, and then we're going to turn our attention to one of the uh, crown jewels on the NASCAR circuit, the Coca-Cola 600. It's like talking about the All-Star race, though. The All-Star race we was... We had a good day. It was was it? Oh, we, we uh, had our a good bet, day. Our betting was very we good. We had a good day. In fact, and, and even the pit crew made money. That's right. And Pitcrew had been struggling a little bit this we're year. Start, we're starting to make a comeback. We're starting to get a hang of, the, of, of this car, I think, is what it is. And you and the pit crew had already won a bet before the second stage ended. Yeah, no, I, I kind of ch- – we were ch- laughing about this, you know, when we get to all, all the breakdowns, but uh, I won Group A. You and I were head-to-head, by the way. You had Kurt Busch in Group A. Kyle. Or, I, yeah, I had Kyle. Kyle Busch Kyle in Group Busch, A. Yeah. And I had, had – Byron. Byron and in Group A. And the pit crew had William Byron. Now, this is Group A, which we always talk – Group A, right? I mean, come on, look at folks. I mean, who's in Group A? It's always, you know, Kyle Larson. It's Kyle Busch. It's, it's it the A-list Larson, guys. Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, and Ross Chastain. Yeah, along yeah that's with William right. Byron. Uh, uh, group A was one with an 11th place finish. Thank you very much. I'll take that ticket right to the window. Well, within 10 minutes of real time, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, and Ross Chastain were out of the race. Kyle Larson yeah. blew a right front, hit the wall up in turn four, and it was not long after the restart when Kyle Busch had a flat tire and Ross Chastain went all Joey Chitwood on him and tried to go flying over him, and that didn't exactly work very well. And we well. do have – Joey Chitwood is in a sport, in the sport. I don't know if people don't know that. We're, I think Joey's out of the sport. Now. Joey, Joey's, do, Joey's in another business now. I, I thought he was I thought He used he to work down like, at Daytona. Joey the third. I thought he's – yeah, no, jo- Joey, Joey the third. Yeah. But, uh, now, uh, yeah, we're jo- showing our age. There's kids now that don't know anything about yeah, Joey Chitwood. In fact, you I know played, Joey, our Joey, used to be the kid that was hanging out the window from his dad? He told me he actually drove some stunt stuff when he was a teenager yeah. in that. that's cool. So, Joey and I played golf out at Southern Highlands. Not Harley, Harley, my guy Harley, anybody that knows me knows Harley's been with me forever. Harley had a very amusing joke that the that that was the hardest thing Ross Chastain had hit since he hit my fist at Texas a few years ago. Uh, it was a bad wreck for Ross. That was and not... I appreciate you sending me that text. <laughs> that was funny. It was kind of funny, but it was a very bad day. I mean, listen, the Trackhouse guys who've been you know Daniel Suarez won the Open to get himself into 
the 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 All Star race. So good day for them on that respect, but then bad day on the other side. A, a really bad day for Tyler Reddick, who had to start at the rear of the field in the, in the open, and he could right. I think we both had Reddick. You, you had Reddick, and I had Dylan, and neither RCR team made. We both took a shot, and we said the, it when we bet it. It's a risk. They may not make the show. Well, that's why we said, look, if you're really going to bet this, wait until the Open is over while Blake Shelton's out there giving his concert. You can go put your money down. And then uh, you're right. But we had two dead holes. And those groups would have suddenly been reduced to a much smaller competition with a big number on it. We said it. We said that, but we took the shot, and we had two dead dead holes for action. I'm kind of wondering, because we didn't see those, if the odds makers adjusted those odds once those guys dropped out. Or did they redo the groups? I don't know. So. All right, well, let's look at the numbers from the All-Star race. Blaney was 12-1 to to win, a plus 300 for a top three, and he was in Group B. He won that at plus 275. So not not a bad return at all on Blaney, a a double-digit winner winner. there to win, which I think we only had like four guys that were in single digits, and that was our A-list guys. But uh, a good run for Blaney, too. You and you and I talked on this show last week. Blaney's the opener. Blaney's not always the closer. And so when you have a shorter race, Blaney's a really good guy to go for, which I think is reflected because we picked him you, in the group. You said that last week, said that that's why you wanted Blaney today was that for that reason, and it paid off. Even we're not going to get into the, the controversy at the end, all that stuff, holding the window net, blah, blah, blah. But Blaney, great job. You, you called it. We said 12-1. to 1, He's a guy that's short format. He's not a closer in the bigger races, but here he was was able to close this one out, and it was a short race. Well, it's got to be a little bit of a, even though it was a shorter race and you know, we got a lot of races to go, it had to be a confidence booster, too, for the Penske teams because we look at the top and ten finishes. Yep. They took three of the top four spots. Uh, Denny Hamlin was second. He was a plus 300 for top three. But Austin Sendrick won the Daytona 500 and really has kind of disappeared Best race since. since winning that. Exactly. He came in at 11-1 to 1 with a third-place finish. But also Joey Logano, the other Penske car, coming in fourth there. And the, we look at the rest of it, and I think there's probably maybe – Couple surprise names down there. Uh, Daniel Suarez getting the top five. Good for him. How about the the Keselowski I, team? They, they got just, an eighth and a ninth there. Just going to say, I mean, first, you know, uh, the the Denny Hamlin, the other plus three hundred, but kind of Austin Cindric that we keep our streak of double digit top threes. We've had that every race. We've had a double digit top three get in there. But look at we've kind of poo pooed the old RFK team, and there they are, Chris and Brad. Now this is a mile and a half track coming this weekend. Very similar to a Texas with Charlotte. No, so you're, you're, well, does that bode well for them this week? Well, you're right. Well, Busher was clearly the best car in the Open. He won the opening series of the Open, got himself in, so he ran very well there. And and then I think you also have to look at it. Okay, we had what 20 cars in the race, so yeah. Kozlowski was already transferred in. You had and Larson listen, crashing the out, names that crashed and then out. Elliot Chastain, Kyle, and Kyle Busch, Bush, Ross, Chase, crashed. Larson. Those four right there crashing out automatically now takes four positions that are guys that normally are battling for the win. So that that was a a boon to those sorts of guys. Uh, but still, great job, Christopher Bell, another top ten. He's been very strong lately. Been the top Toyota bunch, not today, but, you know, we talk about that. Suarez, we've been waiting for him to compete like Ross Chastain has. There you go. There's a top five finish for him. So, I mean, a lot of things to think about this week because it's a mile and a half to a mile and a half, back to back. Well, and you're right. And week after week after week, we keep mentioning Christopher Bell. He mm-hmm. always seems to be there in contention. So, 
um, I think he's definitely going to be a guy to watch throughout the rest of the season. All right, we don't really need to get into our, our point standings because this race was a it was an exhibition race, so we're going to gloss right over the point standings. Going to kind of talk about what our schedule looks like coming up. We do have the Coca Cola 600 at Charlotte this weekend. Uh, another mile and a half track, like you mentioned, similar to Texas, but not exactly they've like changed, Texas. They've changed it. But back when I was racing, of course, until the very end, Coke, Charlotte and Texas were dang near synonymous. Now very different, but still the D. It's still the, the, the double dog leg with shaped the, yeah, the oval. flat in the front. Yep. So it's still similar. So I, I think we can still take some from last week to this week. But I think there's anticipation that we're going to see more passing opportunities at Charlotte yes. than what we were seeing Turn one and at two, Texas. Totally and, the, and the rest of the next five races coming up, our first trip ever out to Gateway. Awesome. It says so Madison, excited. Illinois. But look, you can see the Gateway Arch from that track right outside of St. Louis. Then head up to Wine Country in Sonoma. Uh, I'll be up there for a long time. You, by the way, congratulations getting inducted into the West Coast Stock Car Hall of Fame that weekend of the Sonoma will, race. So. You. You'll be there Thursday, won't you, Jeff? Uh, I will be there You'll Thursday. be there Thursday, Jeff, won't you? I, I don't know how long Jeff, I'll, you'll, you'll, I'll stay. I hope your speech is not last. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if it is, you'll have to tell me all about it. So wrong. But, but thought we were buddies. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. I will be there for your speech no matter how late it goes if you will join me the next morning at 5 a.m. for the TV hey, morning show. Hey, you have shows. a great time, Mr. Motley. <laughs> I will uh, record Brendan it for will you and show it to you. will be back in uh, happy Las Vegas I'll be back before in Vegas I'm by on then. the air there. Uh, the last couple in the top five, we go back to Nashville for the second time with the Ally 400. And then another road course. So we're going to do two road courses in three weeks as we go up to Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, Bad to Road bone. America, which the best road course in America and I, I t- and Brennan, this is something that you and I ought to do sometime. We should go to that race on Fourth of July without our hard cards or anything. Just, just go, just sit, go, get a Johnsonville and sit in, in the carousel. Exactly. You know, you you drive. Don't, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> we'll take a cooler. <laughs> you don't, can be the designated driver. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'll I, be right there. With I, you. I honestly believe that NASCAR picked. Maybe the greatest spot Absolutely. in America to Absolutely. go run this Fourth of July weekend race. You lose Daytona, you move Daytona off the famous Fourth of July race. Going to Wisconsin, greatest fans in the country. Great, we're talking race fans, and it they they put them around there. It doesn't look like a grandstand where you got you know people packed everywhere, but you'll have a hundred thousand people around that Elkhart Lake facility. It's gorgeous. The people love it. And it, it the best I love it. And there's I, something about being, I got goosebumps thinking about there's it. some and I do too. And there's something about being in the heart of a of a state like Wisconsin on Fourth of July weekend. It just doesn't get any more nope. American and patriotic it. than that. So I'm excited for that race on the Fourth of July weekend. So anyway, it's Charlotte this week though. That's yes. where we're headed. Um The Kings of Queen City. We have some Kings of uh, Queen kings City. Now of queen City. Now we got both Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr. who have got Three wins on the oval here at Charlotte. I was there the day that Martin Truex Jr. led 397 out of the 400 terrible. laps, and the only three he didn't lead is because he had to pit. Yes. So, um, you know, Martin Truex Jr. has been really, really good over the last five to seven years at this track. You know, and you're gonna, I'm going to give you another stat though. Why is he at the top of the King of Queen City? Last ten races, nine top tens. He was fifth in. in, in oh, wait, I'm looking at Texas right now. Wrong one. Oops, there we go. Wrong wrong, wrong track, Texas. Uh, but Kevin Harvick still, still eight top tens last f- uh, ten races. Uh, I'm, I mean, there's a reason why he's still there. He's still getting, what have you done for me lately? Two tenth place finishes last two years. I understand that, but as I like to say, that we're paying money for the wins and we're paying money for top threes. Uh, I'm just and I, I just still, 
I need Harvick to to show me that he can do that before I'm ready to go jump on the Kevin Harvick bandwagon. I look at a guy like Kyle Busch. He's only got one win, but in 33 starts, he's finished in the top five in almost half 20. of them, 15 of them, and 20 top tens. So he's got the same number of top tens as Kevin Harvick. Look at Denny Hamlin down there starts. at the bottom. No win, but look at what Denny Hamlin's done. Yeah, 19 and 30 and 10 and 30. It, that's, but, I mean, but, but Kyle Busch, 15 top fives and 33 starts. Kevin Harvick's only got nine and 39 starts. I, I find that just an amazing number. Kurt Busch has got 40 starts yeah, at Charlotte. A, yeah, a lot of these guys, they've got definitely a lot of experience on this racetrack. Now, some guys who probably are not going to be as excited, we talk about a Ricky Stenhouse, Eric Almirola. But he's been running so good lately. has been running well. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> what do I, where do I go with the Stenhouse pick? I mean, didn't look great. He was caused that last caution last week, but I, he's been run, he's been bucking his trends. We, we've we talked in Ross Chastain, bucking all the trends. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is bucking his trends on his current stats. Ricky Stenhouse is bucking trends. We're also seeing Bubba Wallace starting to run better everywhere he goes. Daniel Suarez running well everywhere he's starting to go now. So I think when we look at some of these guys that have been struggling there before, I don't necessarily know that that's going to carry over. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. We'll start breaking down the odds to win and finish in the top three. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. And I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here at the South Point Hotel Casino in the beautiful VEASAN studios talking a little Coca-Cola 600. The OG VEASAN studio. The OG. Because there's two now. Oh. Well, I guess there's it is. There's the Circa and there's this. This is the South, south Side. We're the OG. The OG. Okay. We're the OG VEASAN studio. Okay. All right. Good to know. This is, to me, this is the VEASAN studio. This was the original. You know, OG. I was here the day that they unveiled it and pulled the curtain around from around this place. We had Brent Musburger, Al Bernstein were all here. It was a big deal that day. 
I, I was here when they were building it. Well, <laughs> I was here when we moved the slot machines out. Yeah, I think I saw the construction in here for a while. So, But it's awesome to be in here talking Coca-Cola 600. The true test of endurance on the NASCAR Cup Series schedule. 600 miles, Memorial Day weekend. It caps off one of the great weekends of racing with the Monaco. Oh, great days of racing with the Monaco in the morning. Race in Monaco, the Indy 500, and then the Coke 600. I love, I love waking up. You wake, wake up at 5 a.m., you watch Monaco. You, you grab your breakfast, you head on your way to the Indy 500, you grab your lunch, and you finish out dinner with the Coke 600. If you can do all, what I think it's like 1,400 miles, or the Monaco's like 200-something miles. Yeah, it's, so 13, it's like between 13, 1,400 miles. miles. And I've always kind of said that that Memorial Day weekend or the Sunday Memorial Day is like New Year's Day for college football fans. Yep. You know, kind of the same deal. So looking forward to it. And the guys that are really looking forward to it are probably the guys that are our favorites this week, the Kyles. Yeah. Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch are co-favorites at plus 550. Chase Elliott's plus 600. Really good chance to get a double-digit winner this week because everybody else is in double digits, starting with Martin Truex Jr. We talked about some of his dominance here at 10-1. to Denny Hamlin, William Byron, and Ryan Blaney, fresh off his all-star win at Texas at 12-1. to Alex Bowman, Tyler Reddick, Ross Chastain at 14-1. to Kurt Busch is 16-1. to Joey Logano, who's a pretty good mile-and-a-half guy coming in here at 18-1. to Christopher Bell, who we talked about, the way he's kind of coming on at 25-1. to Kevin Harvick, 30-1. to uh, Never would have thought we'd have seen Kevin Harvick at 30-1 to on a mile-and-a-half racetrack. Uh, Daniel Suarez at 40-1. to Austin Dillon, Austin Sendrick, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. all at 50-1. to Chase Briscoe comes in at 60-1. to And Eric Jones, who is another good mile-and-a-half guy, 70-1. to Couple quick hitters I see on here. One, um, Kyle Bush. Been a while since we've seen Kyle Bush be a favorite again, right? I mean, it's Kyle's been in the double digits almost even some weekends. Kyle back in the, in a co-favorite mode. Toyotas are definitely coming on. Martin Truex Jr. though with that ten to one, very enticing. But I see something kind of weird. Tyler Reddick and Ross Chastain on our first column on that first page, fourteen to one. Their two teammates on the other side, fifty to one, forty to one. Same. Uh, the, the, the way this car has been, I really like when we go to the top threes, I'm probably going to zero in on that Dylan Suarez thing because the way Chastain and Reddick have been running, those other cars have just run into problems. So I think that you, there's a lot of value to be had when we get to this top three page. But the wins, you still got value. I mean, come on, you got right now you're telling me that I can do Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, or William Byron, or Alex Bowman, who even won at Vegas this year. I mean, there's 10, 12, 14 to one guys all over the board there. Your most recent winner, even though our theory on not being a closer, Ryan Blaney just won. He's still twelve to one this week. Well, and one of the things that we've seen, you know, happen with with Charlotte too is, I mean, six hundred miles. It can become a fuel mileage race. The other thing that we don't know is this new car. Is it going to endure six hundred miles? You know, I mean, that, there's a. I think there's somewhat of an unknown there. It's been a while since this has been a vehicle endurance test, right? I mean, the the re, when. The Coke 600 originally was built. It was the ultimate test of endurance for the car. You know, motors couldn't live that long. Transmissions couldn't live that long. The old car, it wasn't even a question anymore. Longevity was there. This new car, there could be some questions. My question is, this car is much hotter than the old car. They, the way that they built this cockpit, much less air. Will we see a few of the guys tire out? So I think we might see a, a Coke 600 for the first time in a long time that endurance of vehicle and driver 
could come into play here near the end of the race. And we've seen surprise winners in this race. Casey Mears yeah. got his only win yeah. in, in this race. I believe we had uh, Austin Dillon. Was yep. that his first career win? May second. Have come. He won the Sec- second race. career win was here. So, I mean, we've seen some guys that we don't expect to see up there running be able to win the Coke 600. Now, we got some guys who are long shots who, quite honestly – wouldn't shock me if they found a way to victory Bubba lane. Wallace, Bubba right Wallace, there at the top, seventy to one. Uh, Brad Keselowski, who I think his run at Texas has to give him a little bit of confidence. Last week, he and Eric Almirola are both eighty to one. Chris Busher, his teammate, at a hundred to one, and just some uh, gargantuan numbers. Justin Haley, who has had a top three within the last uh, month, Justin, is coming in the, at three hundred to the, one. The, Cole the, Custer, a guy whose only career win came on a mile and a half track. Is also at three hundred to one, and then some really big numbers. Ty Dillon, Noah Gregson uh, on a, a one of a, his rare Cup starts with the with his team at five hundred to one, along with Harrison Burton. You know, I mean, look, Justin Haley and Cole Custer. I mean, Cole Custer's one at a mile and a half. Justin Haley was on a mile and a half, was third place a few weeks ago at Kansas. So, I mean, you got a guy that just recently ran well, and and there there's some there is some value here, and the top threes though, maybe maybe. Maybe not to win, but I do like the top three shot. Well, I think as we move into our top threes, we know if a guy is a 300-to-1 shot to win the race, and he's probably going to have some pretty good odds on the top three. We look at the top three. The three guys at the top, no big surprise there. Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, both at plus 150. Chase Elliott, plus 170. Martin Tricks Jr., plus 225. Hamlin, Byron, Blaney, 330. Bowman, Reddick, Chastain, 400. Kurt Busch, 450. Excuse me, Logano five hundred, Christopher Bell seven hundred, Kevin Harvick eight fifty. Then we get into those double digits. We talk about somebody in double digits each week keeps coming through. Daniel Suarez, Ricky Stenhouse at eleven, Austin Dillon, Austin Cindric fourteen, Chase Briscoe at seventeen, and Eric Jones at eighteen. I'll tell you what, I, you know, I know you don't like your Kevin Harvick, so I, I'll leave that alone because I flogged that horse on you. But Ricky Stenhouse. First time, take the all-star race out, which doesn't count. He's on a three top 10 streak in a row. First time he's had that in 15 years, I think, is is the stat that I saw. Austin Dillon and and Daniel Suarez, I just talked about them. Their teammates are down at 400s. They're at 11 and 14. The team has been running great. Cindric just coming off his best run of the year, third place at a mile and a half, very similar to Charlotte. So there are some great numbers here on the first page of the top three. No, I think you're exactly right. And I think one thing we also have to kind of consider when it comes to the Coke 600 because it's 600 miles, we make more pit stops. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to look at the teams who've got really good pit mm-hmm. stops and p- good pit stop strategy are the guys that are going to do well. Kyle Busch has had the best pit crew all year Absolutely. long. So certainly that's going to play in his favor. We've seen people like Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace have issues with their pit crews, um, even though, thankfully for Kurt, it didn't hurt him in his, in his last race, and he was able to get a win, even though he did lose a couple spots on the last pit stop and had to yep. race his way up there at Kansas to win it. So I think that could certainly come into play. Now let's look at the guys that are in the double digits. So let's say if we're going to get another double-digit top three, it, it, where do you think that one's coming from? It could. I, I, I like all those guys. I like Daniel Suarez, Ricky Stenhouse, Austin Dillon. I like those three a lot. Um, and if we go to the second page, there's even two guys on the second page that I – I wouldn't mind talking about, and you mentioned them already, Bubba and Justin. Justin at ninety, 90 to one. one, a guy that's had a top three on a mile and a half, or a mile. What was a mile and? What was a mile and a half? Right, yeah, Kansas. Yeah, so mile and a half, Kansas, and that was less than a month ago. It was two weeks ago. Had a top three. Ninety to one. I like that. I mean, look, Eric Almirola comes up with stuff sometimes. I know you said Brad Keselowski, but until they get consistent enough, Brad and Chris aren't really in my conversation. 
but 90 to one at, at Justin Haley, uh, 18 to one Bubba Wallace. Bubba's been running great lately. Been you know really running strong. The team won with you know Kurt winning with the Michael Jordan thing. That's, that's and, a big and, boon. And remember, Bubba was really good at Kansas yes, too. And if his team doesn't have an uncontrolled doesn't, tire doesn't on that, and he still stop. raced his way into the top ten. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I think that Bubba Wallace probably has the best shot of his top ten, of uh, top three here as as anybody, and he's eighteen to one. Uh, it's pretty astounding. And how about the huge drop off we get after the the trio yeah. of Keselowski, Almirola, and Busher at twenty? It goes all the way to ninety to one for Haley and Cole Custer. And I mean, if you really want to take a flyer, I mean, Haley, pluck Custer. a couple of dollars yeah. down on those guys. You know, no, I, I and listen, they both. Listen, the Fords lately this year we've said are running is strong, so that maybe that that slows you down a little bit on Cole Custer. But Justin Haley got a great pit crew, got a solid pit crew, got a great crew chief, got a great team. They've been running well. I, I do like the Justin Haley shot on that one. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Will we get a double-digit guy with the yes. top three again yes. this week? I do believe we will have a double-digit top three guy. Absolutely. I'm not going to argue with you on that point because I've actually been loving the fact that we've been getting these. So. these uh, and it just shows that we're getting more. It's hard to handicap. It's hard to handicap. We've been saying it's hard to handicap right now. And we're getting new faces out there. I mean, I think Justin Haley getting a top three and just seeing the what we've been we've gotten already this year out of Ross Chastain and a win out of yep. Chase Briscoe. Yep. And so just getting some new guys up there, I think getting the fresh blood has been has been good for the sport. We got some driver head to heads. We got less than a minute to go. Do you want to get started on the yeah, driver head to heads the, here? We get these in here. All right, we'll take a quick look at these. Uh you want to bet Kyle Larson on the date? Don't line, you can make a lot of money. And you got <laughs> you got some good of uh, Denny Hamlin plus one fifteen, William Byron plus one fifteen. Uh, Two guys that have been running well a mile and a half. And Chase can, at plus 110. So yeah. there's definitely some, uh, I think there's some opportunity out there to win some money in some of these driver head-to-heads. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more of this in depth because we've got a lot of good numbers out there in the driver head-to-heads. Some with Kyle Busch, some against Chase Elliott, a few of those. So I think when we get back and we start talking about some of these yeah. driver head-to-heads, I think we'll have some options for you that might be able to make you some money. So we'll be back on Gone Racing in just a few minutes talking head-to-heads. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at vison.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before it's for each NASCAR Cup Series race. Gone Racing Podcast is free and available now at vison.com slash podcast. And while you're there, catch up on all the other VEASAN shows as well. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone here on Gone Racing. Talking all things Coca-Cola 600, Charlotte Motor Speedway, the only race they run now on the Oval at Charlotte Motor Speedway since we run on your favorite word, the Roval, in the fall. I know you hate that word, but um, that's kind of what they've named it. But anyway, it is what it is. We're talking head-to-heads right now, though. If you can, those of you who are only listening to the podcast, Brendan's got his thumbs down because he doesn't like the name Roval. The first one ever. No, it's not. First one to be named the Roval. Okay, right. so the pitcher is batting 395 on a Tuesday with a full moon, and the uh, Saturn is in alignment with Sagittarius. <laughs> well, somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning, I think. Anyway, Daytona, okay. Didn't Daytona race on a Roval for about 60 years now? Oh, the, the 24 hours of Daytona. Oh, you mean that race? I forgot about that. Is that what they call that? 
Roval? I would never have called it a Roval in my life, so no. Okay. The road course. Well, that race isn't until the fall, so we can have that discussion again <laughs> later on. All right, we're going back we Going back to our, our head-to-head. So we talked about how you can bet Kyle Larson on the don't line. You can do the same thing with not quite as big a return on Kyle Busch a little bit here where Chase Elliott, Danny Hamlin, William Byron are all at uh, plus 105. Um, a couple of – one of the other bigger numbers we've got on a head-to-head, Tyler Reddick plus 115 against Ryan Blaney. found that <laughs> one kind of interesting. That one is intriguing. You know, there, there's – Ryan Blaney has has a couple out there that I'm that I look at. The he's got he's a plus against Martin Truex. He's a mi- he's a plus against Ross Chastain, and he's a minus against Tyler Reddick. Um, so Blaney Blaney big in the conversation on the head to heads today. Um, I wouldn't be afraid, you know, coming off what he did last weekend. Once again, can he keep that momentum that we talk? Can we keep? Can he be a closer? I do like him against the Ross Chastain, but it's only a 105. Um, that that's a that's a it's a small return for me, but I do kind of like him against the Chastain pick. Well, one thing you know, and I'm I guess because Kyle Larson is the favorite here in most of this makes yeah. makes me think about this at Kansas and at Texas, we had some tire issues. Mm-hmm. Kyle Larson had a tire issue, mm-hmm. cost him the race at, at at Texas. We're on another mile and a half track, six hundred miles of it. It's at six hundred miles of it. Is that something you think that that we have to be concerned about? You know, uh, I've done some digging on this. Harley and I were making some phone calls a couple weeks ago, and it sounds like everybody is trying to just that the engineers are saying that the optimum left rear tire pressure is so is a super low number. So you think this is self-inflicted? This is... I think it's very self-inflicted. And the problem is with the, with the Coke 600, it's a long night, man. If you keep pushing that deal, how many times can you get lucky at Kansas? I mean, what could they only do about every time you got to about lap forty? They were starting to talk about, you know, oh my goodness, look at. Look at, you know, when's it going to happen again? So Coke 600, long night. That could come into play. Teams that play it straight. Hendrick Motorsports tends to always play it a little more straight, but even they got bit. Chase Elliott was one of those tires at Kansas. Well, and, and at Texas, you could argue the two best cars on the track both had tire issues. You know, were they the two best cars on the track because of the way they'd set their tire pressure? But then they ended up crashing out. But Kyle Larson was a right front. Well, Kyle Larson's was – Kyle Busch was a left rear. rear. Kyle had to drive over something, but the way the Toyotas has been running lately, I like the Toyotas. So I like a Denny Hamlin versus Kyle Larson in that head-to-head. I like uh, uh, the Kyle Busch, even money versus Kyle Larson. I like those two bets because I think the Toyotas are going to be strong. All right, well, let's start taking a look at our group group matchups here. Our our Group A, as I look at Group A, we've got three of the same four we had at the All-Star race. Uh, Kyle Larson is the favorite at plus 250. Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott plus 270, and Denny Hamlin coming in at plus 300. Yeah, I mean, Denny Hamlin at 300, is it enough to entice me? Uh, I, You know, we saw that stat, no wins, but he's got, you know, 30 races with, what was it, 19 top 10s. So, I mean, pretty strong run for Denny there. I don't dislike that as a plus 300. Up against some heavy hitters, though, Larson, he dominated this thing last year, man. I mean, remember that run race he had last year? He led two. This new car, though, has led to pretty much no one dominating anything this true, year. True, true. But, I mean, 327 laps led last year. He's He still is the, the team to beat. Um, tough, but I, I do like the plus 300. That's a big number for Group A. I do like Denny Hamlin at, at that 300 number. Well, and Denny had a good run last week at Texas on, on a mile and a half. He did finish second. But I think the one thing on this group here that really maybe stands out to me a little bit, Kyle Busch. So he is the exact same odds to win the race as Kyle Larson. He's got the exact same odds to finish top three as Kyle Larson. 
yet he's getting a plus 270 to Kyle Larson's plus 250. It seems to me that if you're looking for some place to have some value in a bet, Kyle Busch at plus 270 might be a good place to have some value. Oh, Chase Elliott, too. I mean, five top fives last nine races. You know, second, first, second, fourth in this race the last four years. So, I mean, you got to – the first is the 208-mile, the COVID year, when they did the uh, – the shortened race, right. but still, I mean, runs really well here. Second, first, second. I mean, you, you got to keep Kyle Chase Elliott in that one. That's a tough group. I do like the Toyota at 300. It's enticing because the return, but it's a tough group. All right, let's take a look over at group B, that guy who's had so much success here. He's got three wins. Martin Truex Jr. comes in as the favorite at plus 260. Ross Chastain, William Byron have both been strong everywhere. Plus 270. Ryan Blaney coming off the all-star win at plus 285. Yeah, I mean, look, the all-star win, Ryan Blaney, we've talked about it, but I really am, am, once again, William Byron, really good everywhere we've been going. You know, don't poo-poo him a lot. Ross Chastain, the same. But Martin Trex Jr., just too strong. Average finish 6.8 last 10 races. Martin is, is this is one of those places that I know it's not the 2016 when he led 392 laps, but he's, you know, he's really good at this place. Uh, I do like some Martin Trex Jr., See, I guess I'm concerned on the Truex front of just not seeing that strength or that consistency. Although he did run well at Atlanta, he had a good run at Atlanta, and we Red, know we Darlington. Got, he was leading at Darlington, you know, mile, mile. It's cl- I call it a mile and a half, but right. still a track, These intermediate so, tracks. Yeah. You know, they seem to be working. But I really, I mean, William Byron just seems that it's just when you get these mile and a half races, it just seems like you don't hear William Byron that until much the all day until the end. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit out here and, and compare a guy who's only won a handful of races in his career to a legend of the sport. But there's a little David Pearson there where Pearson, you never heard from Pearson until Until the end of the race. And this is for the the old timers that remember Pearson. He was my favorite race car driver when I was a kid growing up. But I mean, I see in Byron, a guy who just, he he stays out of trouble. And suddenly it's late in the race. And where'd he come from? Where'd he come from? No, I'm I'm with you. I I don't disagree. I just, I I like Martin Truex there. He's just old man consistency. It's his home track, you know, uh, so I, I do like it. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Home track. Home track. Home track. Okay. Well, it's, I guess we're gonna, we can make it everybody home track. Martin Truex Jr.'s home track. Anything east of the Mississippi is Martin Truex Jr.'s home track. home track, right? All right, Group C, Tyler Reddick is a favorite, plus 255. Christopher Bell, plus 265. Alex Bowman, plus 275. And Joey Logano, plus 295. Look, the the Tyler Reddick is is the favorite in this because he's only raced this race three times, but he's got two top tens, a ninth and eighth, and a fourteenth in the short one, the fourteenth. So he's got a ninth and eighth, two Coca Cola six hundreds. That's pretty strong for a rookie, a young kid like him. That's really really strong though. Um, but Alex Bowman won at Vegas earlier this year. Alex Bowman, you know, has has got three top tens last seven races. He's finished fifth here. He's finished seventh in this race. So I I don't dislike Bowman a lot. Uh, that to me is going to come down to those two. Seabell uh, running good, but I think that Bowman or, or Reddick will be the ones that are uh, tough for me to pick between those two. You know, I, and I guess I'm a little bit in a disagreement with you because the guy who jumps off the page to me there is Joey Logano because mile and a half tracks seem to suit him very well. Uh, we saw how well he ran last week at Texas. He was a very, very strong. Strong car at Texas and a similar track. Um, we know how well he's raced in Las Vegas. He's been very good here. He's won several times. Granted, we used to call him the, the company car when it was a Pennzoil 400. He's dri- you know, and he's driving the Pennzoil car. Uh, but I just see him being the the 
long shot in this at plus 295. Just doesn't entice um, me enough with 95. I want a little more return on that. I, I feel better about Bowman and, and Reddick. You'd like to see a plus 305 or something like that. Maybe a little more on it. On Joey Logano. All right, that's fair. Okay, let's take a look at Group D. Kurt Busch is an overwhelming favorite in Group D. I'm going to bet. I'm going to just – well, I guess we are a betting (laughs) show. But I'm going to say Kurt Busch didn't open at plus 200, that there's money on Kurt Busch, and that's why he's down to plus 200. Kevin Harvick is 255, Cendric 315, and Suarez 350. I just got to believe there's some money already on Kurt Busch there. Yeah, and Kurt, look, I mean, coming off the win, you know, a a couple weeks ago, which was a mile and a half track. I mean, stunning win, too. I mean, what he did there, the way he did it with with the Jordan brand and all that, pretty impressive. Uh, You poo-poo Kevin Harvick all the time. We both don't like Austin Sindrick lately until last week where he kind of resubmerged in the All-Star race. And Suarez at 350, you know, Kurt, he's been, last race, he had an engine blow last year early. But when you go back, he's fifth, seventh, a 27th with a crash, an eighth. He does really well at this race. He knows how to live a long time with this Toyota Power we've talked about. I don't mind. I don't mind the bookends. I, I look at that as a two-man race, a plus 200 or a plus 350, and I like them both. Well, I think that's definitely going to be one that, like for me, I probably would stay away from betting this one. I don't um, know. I like that 350. But, it's enticing. Well, it's a big number on Suarez. All right, we come back on Gone Racing. We will start uh, at two groups to go, and then we'll give you our picks. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, high five. Casino. casino. Win at High Five Casino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. And I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Back here in our final segment on Gone Racing, Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're talking our group matchups right now before we give you our picks for this weekend's Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And we're moving on to Group E, where we find Austin Dillon, a prohibitive favorite at plus 230, Eric Jones plus 270, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. plus 280, and Chase Briscoe, the long shot, at plus 315. 
you know, there, there's a little foreshadowing here. There might be a little hedge that can be done in this group. But if you really look at it, Eric Jones and Chase not been really strong lately. Uh, Eric, of course, had that terrible misfortune. Eric has a lot of bad luck. Eric, that misfortune with the wheel at, at yeah. Kansas that was all over television. But Dylan, former winner here, uh, I mistakenly said he won the Daytona 500 first. He actually won the Coke 600 first. That was his first win. Always runs pretty well here when you look back at his at his stats. You know, he's got the one win, four top tens, ten races. As, but are we a believer of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. yet? I tell and, you, he keeps doing it. You know, I mean, he had three straight weeks that we ran well. Doing it quiet, Arlington, too. Dover, Kansas, he ran well in all of them. Doing it quiet where you're not really talking about him. Then all of a sudden, there he is, top 10. So I like this. I liken this to a two-man horse race, Austin Dillon or Ricky Stenhouse. Which do you believe in? I like the 280 return on Ricky Stenhouse. I can't disagree with a single word you just said there. So I'm I'm in the Ricky Stenhouse camp on this one, too. All right, Group F, our final group, Justin Haley, favorite at plus 265. His teammate, Noah Gregson, plus 270. Harrison Burton and Cole Custer, both coming in at plus 275. This, to me, I think is the easiest one for me to hand, to pick. I love this Group F right here. Hmm. Justin Haley has been the strongest guy in this group all year long. Noah Gregson is running Justin Haley's equipment. It's a colleague car, but he hasn't been running it full-time. It's going to be his first 600-miler as a rookie. I know how tough it is to run the Coke 600 as a rookie. It definitely is something you're, you, you think you're ready for, and you're just not quite. We haven't even talked about Harrison Burton all year. Cole Custer, same thing, been very lackluster, even though we talked about him in the top three conversation because of he's one in a mile and a half this season. What have you done for me lately, Jeff? Your favorite? Not there. I like Justin Haley. Odds on, lock-in pick for me. That's interesting that you and I actually don't agree. Really? Uh, well, I'm. I actually. Who are you going to argue in that group? I think I like Custer because his he is the long shot there. Because here's it's my ten two seventy five to two sixty five. I understand that, but I, I like Custer there. Okay. Number one, I'm not going to go with Burton or Noah because I just don't think they're ready to. I mean, I don't think Burton's shown anything to win, and Noah's probably not going to win. So to me, it becomes a two horse race there. Um, Haley, there's a part of me that is not certain if Darlington was a fluke or if Darlington was a precursor of things to come. Maybe it is. Um, but I think Custer's run this race a lot more. I think he's kind of more prepared for what he's going to be in for. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to see these college cars run 600 miles. So I'm going to go with uh, Cole Custer in that one. And uh, we're going to I'm going to I'm going to put Can I put extra emphasis on a, on a bet in our pool? You can. In our league? Can, you I, can I guess. Can I get like a little, can I, can I put like one and a half units and take a half on someone else? Or I, I guess that I, really mess the commissioner on You know, you that, struggle that enough is going to require me to do, I do, exactly. You I have enough, enough problems trying to yes. add up the, the points as it is. So True. I don't need you throwing any more algebra into my, I mean. <laughs> no Stephen Hawking? No, no, no. <laughs> Believe me, that I, I'm not worthy of that man. <laughs> Well, remember the, the, the uh, yep, All-Star yep. format. All-Star, we had Steve Hawking and, and Albert Einstein had to together had to put that together. All right, do we want to talk about our odds a little yeah, bit for the let's season talk about here? Yeah, a little we bit can. because, you know, not a lot of movement. Well, we don't have our – we don't have our uh, – uh, We don't have our uh, a prop top manufacturer our top manufacturer prop. prop, correct. So what I want to po- poke at, though, is we've talked about it all season long. We just got to keep reminding the betters. It's never too late to hedge and put your future out there. There's a lot of good numbers here that can still be had. Uh, you know, Martin Trex Jr. is up into a double digit at 12 to 1. Joey Logano is still a double digit at 10 to 1. Um, some guys have gone the right way for us. You've still missed the boat on the Ross Chastain, man. 70 to 1 down to plus 800. So, I mean, 
it, there, there's still good numbers abound in this board. Guys that we think could really still turn it on and do well. Kurt Busch is 25 to one, even after that win. Just remember, guys. Well, you know, he went from 25 to one the preseason. He went up to about 60 to one. Then back to 25 and then he's back to, one. to 25 to one. But remember, this is a great way to hedge your stuff. You know, Kyle Larson is not going to budge off that plus 400 number much. So he's going to stay at a very slim odd. Bet a couple guys. Bet against him in the last race at the end of the season. Use it as 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 a hedge as you go forward. Use it as a cushion for you. You got to learn how to use those championship odds. You got to learn how to use that futures to your advantage. You know, and I think if there's one guy out there you might look at and say, "Hmm, Denny Hamlin." Yeah, no, he's, he's never won a championship. We know he's hungry. He's plus, plus 850. 850 right now, but he is also getting some stage points, which is going to help him in the in the well, playoffs. And Denny always knows how to get to the final round, so you know that you're going to get when he gets there. The odds are going to keep slimming down. So at 850, that's not a bad return for Denny Hamlin right now. It's up from his preseason odds at 700. No, you're exactly right. Okay, you know we talked about you know the all-star picks. Should we count them? Should we not? Well, Absolutely, we're counting them. We are them. counting them because we all did very well. Everybody won some money last week. Brendan came out on top with the most money won because he was a plus four point. Because I beat you in eight. Group A. Because you beat me in Group A. That's right. And you had the four or five. And again, we talked about the fact that you had that one won by the end of the second stage, which was pretty remarkable. So, uh, But Brendan and I went together on the Blaney pick in Group B. And, of course, Blaney won the race, so it made winning the group pretty easy. Uh, I got a winner with Austin Sendrick in Group D. Uh, Brendan and I went head-to-head in that one, the Austins against the Austins. But your Austin wasn't even in the race. make the race. So that made that win a little bit easier. Pit crew also had the William Byron pick. In Group A, and the pit crew came up on the positive side as well. So, uh, season standings: uh, Brennan's getting back uh, close to the uh, slimming the, down to sea level, and pit crew's got some work to do there. So, slimming down though, we all we all got a W that week, and, and slimming down just like losing weight in the gym, losing weight, lo- losing losing points right here, getting our way down there. So, all right. So as we get into this, worst to first, exactly. still pit crew. So as we get into this week's picks, uh, the pit crew has to go first, yes, as they always, because they finished last. So. I have the pit crew picks here because I think our whole staff is in witness protection. They don't want to <laughs> pop up on camera witless at all. Protection? So witless protection. Well, I think when you're minus 29.5, <laughs> maybe that is what it is. Karina is going to really be upset with us when she listens to the show. Nah, you know? That's right. We love Karina. Yeah, we do love Karina. I don't know how many of these did Karina, Isaiah, and Wyatt. I mean, we, well, maybe we should break they, down who they, picked. They who. have a hedge, a hedge that I'm going to bet here, and and it's not a bad, it's not a bad pick. We'll explain it when we get to it. All right. So they're taking Denny Hamlin for the win at twelve like to that. one. They believe in the double digit top three streak continuing. Austin Dillon at fourteen to one. Tyler Reddick to win Group C. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to win Group E. And Justin Haley. In Group F, I mean, goodness, it's I almost they like ha- they just listen to you I, do the show. I hope they have a great week because I am going to be very, very similar to my buddies on the pit crew this week. I don't know if that's bad for me or not with, with their score, but I'm going to say we're coming off the schneid. Um, look, I'm going to start with one to win also, and Chase Elliott. Uh, listen, he's just he's only got nine races here. He's got five top fives, six top tens. Chase Elliott right now is at a plus 600. That puts me plus for the weekend if I just win – get the win on it. He's been so close. I like Chase Elliott. Then I'm going to go, and here's the way I'm going to hedge this. I'm going to take Austin Dillon for the top three. He's 14 to one for that top three. Okay. Well, then I can go into group E and take Ricky Stenhouse at plus 280. So I root for Austin Dillon to get that top three. Gets me a big return. If he doesn't, I believe Ricky Stenhouse has earned me to pick that plus 280. He definitely has been running well enough that we've, we've talked, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and pick Ricky as a, as a Group E guy. 
Then I'm going to balance it out with a group F of Justin Haley, go along with, with the pit crew. Um, but then I'm going to differ. I'm going to go Suarez in group D. I like Daniel Suarez in that group D pick. Um, like I said, I, I think it's Kurt Busch, Daniel Suarez, but 350 is a good return. It's enticing me to put some action on Daniel Suarez. That's it, huh? That's it. You and the pit crew, if you guys... We got three or four, three or five on the week. same, so I hope they do well this week. All right, well, I'm going to go in the top threes, and I'm going Christopher Bell. I'm starting to get on the Christopher Bell bandwagon. It's not a double digit. He's plus 700, but I like Christopher Bell there for top three. The rest of mine, I'm going to go into the groups. I'm going to go William Byron in group B. I'm going into group C. I'm going to stick with that Joey Logano pick. I know I talked him up earlier in the show. I like Joey Logano there. your mouth is, huh? Now... You know who is getting ready to get the kiss of death. Ricky Stenhouse. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. We have a lock this week. We are sending out oh, our boy. apologies to you right now because every time all three of us make the same pick, we typically don't win. And it's I a lock. agree. It's a lock this it week. It is we a got lock it. that Ricky Stenhouse Jr. will not win his group because I'm picking him too. <laughs> He's going to win. We all three have Power picked Ricky Stenhouse. Thinking. So Ricky. Group E, come on, Ricky. We're all pulling for you. And then I'm going Group F, and even though I know Brendan thinks I'm I'm nuts, I'm going to go with uh, Cole Custer in Group F, going against the pit crew and and going against Brendan there. So that's it. That's it. All right, we got about uh, 45 seconds left in the show. Charlotte this week, Coke 600. Uh, Did you like running that race? I did. I did like it. It, uh, it. It never bothered me, but I'm also the guy leaving for the Baja 500 this weekend, and I'll be in the car for eight hours. So I didn't three and a half, four hours didn't ever bother me. Well, I guess that's a different when you're running around out there in the in the desert, everything. Well, it's a great it's good we know it's gonna be a great weekend of racing. Monaco Grand Prix earlier in the day, Indy five hundred during the afternoon, and then we finish it up with the Coke six hundred at night. It's always exciting. Brandon's gonna be down in Baja next week, remoting in, so I'll be sitting here in the studio. So when we come back next week, we will talk about all things Coca-Cola six hundred to wrap it up and then the first ever trip, the Gateway in St. Louis. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better, your TV is. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.